Hi, this is Danielle Prada, the host of Sip in Soma, a podcast where I chat with inspirational people from South Orange and Maplewood, New Jersey, who are connecting, collaborating, and contributing to our communities. Check out the podcast on the web at sipinsoma.com, on Instagram, and on Facebook. I look forward to chatting with you soon. Hi, everyone. This is Danielle Parada, your host of Sip and Soma. Really excited to be here with you today and bring you episode 14. Today's episode is really all about my challenges from last week where I experienced some burnout and then recovered from it with the help of friends and family and just by really listening to me and my body and just saying, okay, enough is enough. I need to take a break. So I'm really appreciative that I get to share that story with you. And then for another good portion of the podcast, I talk about the local South Orange Maplewood elections from township committee to school board and how you can get informed. So I hope that this is a helpful podcast for you and stay tuned because at the end I give you some information about other cool events that are happening in Soma this weekend and I hope that I get to see you there. Enjoy. Hi everybody, this is Danielle Parada from Sip and Soma. Real excited to bring you a new video and podcast this week. It is going to be just solo because I'm coming off of a break. I had to take five days off, which it doesn't seem like much of a break when I say that, but um, kind of ex- experienced an extreme burnout and I really needed to go basically lay down for five days. And now that I'm re-entering society, I am taking it very slow. Um, I don't want to alarm you, it wasn't like crazy, crazy, crazy intense serious, um, or actually I don't know if it is, I'm getting some tests done. but. It was enough that I had to just stop doing everything and it was enough to make me realize that I had to take stock of my life and really figure out for me how not to do that again. Part of it is that um, as I'm learning from my friend Jennifer Brosnick who does some human design work and I'll put a link to her because she's just awesome. um, I have this sort of predilection to just go and go and go and and be fed by just tons of creative ideas and for I think my kids going into school full-time I don't know I just feel like I have more hours to sort of run after those ideas whereas before I didn't and uh, chasing those ideas has been awesome and glorious and wonderful, but that came with a price that, you know, chasing too many ideas basically put me in um, to a serious situation where I had to run to urgent care and there was some serious stuff happening. So, you know, working on it. Not going to do that again. I'm really thinking about how not to do that again. Part of it is slowly coming back and not pushing myself too much. But, cannot help who I am. That's why I do this. So here I am to say thank you. This episode is dedicated to 
um, all my family, all my family, all my friends who helped me, and to the friends I've made in this town because the percentage of who helped me really is focused in South Orange and Maple. I mean, it's like 99.9%. Everybody's here. And um, that's awesome. It's pretty cool that I've found a home to root myself in and found that I feel more comfortable asking for help and I feel like if I, you know, fall, there's this amazing safety net. Um, I'm going to dedicate the episode to Maplewood Moms Group on Facebook because, you know, although I don't like to give um, so much, you know, accolades, so many accolades to social media, it was the quickest way for me to get to my friends and I was able to do that so quickly and so many people reached out and just said, okay, I can take you to the doctor. I can pick you up from the doctor. Or, Do you need soup? Do you need groceries? Oh my gosh, I hope you're feeling better. I'm sending good energy, which like hearing that, yeah. Oh God, that means so much. Um, so I guess there's a couple things I want to say. One is thank you. Wholeheartedly feeling like, oh, blessed, gratitude, love so much. Two, um... There's a lot of people who reach out for help. I'm not always online. I actually try to be on and off and on and off and on and off because I, I feel like I have a lot of other things that I want to attend to. And um, I know people work, like work actually on social media. They are helping people learn and they're reaching out and there's a beautiful community there. Although we're not quite sure how to deal with it yet because we're in the new iteration of of this kind of thing. We've always been a face-to-face -face communicative society and now we're becoming more online focused. And I think there's some good that's happening there, I really do. Um, that could be a whole episode in and of itself, actually. But, you know, there are some people who are out there and there are those of us who every once in a while had to come online and ask for help. And I just want you to know, it, it's meaningful when you, when you throw an emoji that's a hug. It's meaningful when you say good energy because it's that reaching back um, that lets us know that we're heard and we're seen and we're not alone um, and that if we need help, it's there. So I just don't want to, I just don't want to sort of poo-poo that anymore. I think that I've even been like, oh, it's just social media, but you know, it's this, it's this community of people and we're all on the other, we're all these human beings on the other side of a screen. Um, so super appreciative for that and those of you who do it you're doing good things out there by by supporting and showing kindness to someone who's sharing a vulnerable moment so that's great and that, so we, we I don't know what number I'm up to but this is the thing I really wanted to say today guys we have this gorgeous community there's never been any more anything more clear and beautiful to me than being sick and having all those people reach out in our community. It's awesome. That's why I do the podcast. I love talking. I want to talk to everyone who lives in South Orange and Maplewood. I want to get to know everybody. Um, I love understanding people. I love getting to know their stories. Like, I met the, just the richest and most amazing, beautiful people here that are just soul rich, you know? So, here's the thing. We have this capability. We have this 
passion. We have this drive. We have this ambition. We have this creativity. Like, we also have a lot of power. And hard, hard left here. Guys, get involved with government. <laughs> vote. You know, we say, like, oh, you know, what does one vote mean? In our little town, one vote means so much. You know, you're talking about these local representatives on the township committee and the school board who are really your friends, you know? Um, when we say in our town, like, oh, I want to see if I could have a beer with that politician. Like, oh, my gosh, I do have beers with the politicians, like, regularly at Ola Fest and at... Um, you know, the Oktoberfest, which I'm so sorry, guys, I did not get to go to. But, um, you know, the Wine Barrel hosts an event. Like, I'm literally standing next to township committee members or our mayor and toasting with a beer or a rosé. <laughs> you know, like, so we had that. School board members, too. Hung out with school board members. Danced in front of the stage with a school board member at Maple Woodstock. Ran into another school board member as I was going to get my lobster roll from Freeman's. I mean, it's it's so beautiful that I run into school board members at Abel Baker. Like, it's just amazing. So, guys, you're listening to me. You're reading my little posts. Please vote. Okay, let's step back. <laughs> Before you vote, get informed. And it's so easy to get informed. I mean, you have parent groups that are on Facebook. You have your school groups that are on Facebook. The PTA is spreading out information. Everybody's giving information. So here are two things you could do right now. Three. I'll give you three. Okay? All depending on, like, if you have five minutes, if you have ten minutes, if you have fifteen minutes, if you have a couple hours. Okay. Here we go. Number one. If you just have a couple of minutes, turn me off if you can, run over to Village Green and just read the statements given by the board members. Read the statements given by the township committee, um, you know, people who want to, candidates, candidates, people who want to be elected, right? Read them. That's one, step number one. They wrote them. They're telling you who they are. What do you read in them? What are their, well, what do you think they know about township politics? What do you think they know about the school board? Like, just read. Why are they running? Who are they listening to? What matters to them? Okay? Okay, do that. Number one, super easy. You can scroll on through, pause me, and come on back. Okay? But if you want to hear 10 minutes, 15 minutes, stay with me. 10 minutes. Okay. You got 10 minutes? Great. Go to Village Green and read those things. And then... Go find, I think it's the Soma Cares About Schools Facebook group. If you're not a member, be a member, get a membership. It's easy. If you're in the community, you can get one. And then I know that they had a debate last week. That's when I was down and out. I'm really sad I could not go. Um, but, you know, a lot of the candidates were able to attend. A couple were not. But a lot of them were. Go watch the video. And ask yourself, what, what am I learning about them? And why does this matter for the school board? Why does this matter? What what do I know about the school board? Maybe you have to go back a little bit further and even read some articles about what does the school board do? Because I think that some of that is just like us getting informed on what what is their role? What can they do? Um, for example, they take old policy and update it and revise it or they take 
um, new policy and craft it. So here are some good examples. One old policy that's always in place is for 504s. If your child ever has some medical challenge that impairs their learning. So a medical challenge could be a broken leg that impairs their learning because they have to arrive earlier or later to school. They might have to go on some appointments. They might, um, you know, be missing the beginning or ending of class because they have to navigate through the hallways without a really big mob in the hall, right? So they might need an aide to help them. So 504 is something that any kid could get at any time. It could be short term, it could be long term, because like my child, if she didn't have other challenges, would have one for like say ADHD. That might get her, or, or hearing loss, right? That might get her closer seating, it might get her an FM system. You know, there's a whole plethora of things that are modifications that are under a 504 policy. The board crafts that policy. And the board is also supposed to make sure it's enforced. Okay, we have a problem here because actually in our school district, we have a 504 policy, but it's not enforceable. Guys, I know this because I do, I have the capacity and that's what I choose to do with my time. Okay, let's set it up there. No compare schlager. Okay, we're not comparing ourselves. Just that, I have the time, okay? So instead of just five minutes reading through and getting to know the candidates or the 10 minutes reading through, well, maybe 10 minutes to an hour reading through and then watching a debate. Like I, it's my job, part of my business is being a tutor and I really need to know what's going on in our school district. So let's think of it that way, okay? Not, not that I'm so great. Just a person who likes to be informed about politics to the nth degree because of my business. Okay. So, now, I know about this policy because I'm there and I'm in it, right? You might not know about that policy, but you might know about something else because maybe your child struggled um, or maybe you know a kid who had to go through the harassment, intimidation, bullying process. Like, guys, all of that policy is created, revised, looked over, thought about within the realm of the school board. And that school board then is supposed to be making sure that the superintendent is working with the staff and making sure that the staff knows that that policy exists and then is professionally developed around that policy. So for example, with a 504 policy, you wanna make sure the teachers understand the importance of sitting a child closer for all of these different challenges a child may have that could come under a 504. That could include ADHD, it could include hearing challenges. It could include if a child maybe has epilepsy, right? There's like little things. You don't know why a child needs that seating, but all teachers should basically know or at least know how to read the 504 that tells you what to do and what that looks like, okay? This is not rocket science yet. We are having struggles with this in our district, okay? I don't know why. I feel like... I have talked to the board members, I've seen the board members, I've, you know, I mean, I feel like they all have really, you know, the best intentions, but going to a debate and going to um, speak with them and meeting them doesn't just say like, oh, they're a nice person. It tells me, okay, like, what are the, what's the skill set that you bring to write policy, interpret policy, ensure that policy is enforced? manage a superintendent, keep an eye on the schools, and talk to the consumers.
Now, I know you think you're the consumers, but the consumers are not us. We have an inkling of what it is like to learn and to be a child in our bodies today. But the children know. They know what they want. They know what they need. They know what they're interested in. The world has changed. We have all these different kinds of jobs out there. Kids know the skills that they want to have. They can start talking to us about that. And they can tell us about the problems that they're having in school that we probably would not relate to because we were not, we are not in school right now. So to me, a school board member, I'm, what I'm looking for is, yeah, okay, can you read policy? Do you understand it? Do you know how to revise it? Do you know how to enforce it and create a fairness so that every child's getting what they need? Right? Like, how do you do that? It shouldn't be that some people know that 504s exist and some people don't. It shouldn't be that it's up to the school to kind of manage it. Everybody needs to be informed here. And I need to know that I'm walking into a school saying, hey, if my kid goes here, like, they're going to be educated, they're going to be cared for, they're going to learn social-emotional skills because they're with you, with all these children. They're not with me with all these children, so there must be some of that happening. So I just want to know that the person who's going to be on the school board has the skills, has some of that skill set, and actually is, is, knows what they don't know. Like, I don't know what a child's day is like in school today. Oh, so what do I got to do? Got to go find out. And not just from the small little quorum that I have of my child and his three friends, but from the collective, right? I mean, you're not going to be a school board leader for your kid. You're going to be a school board leader for all the children, right? So those are just some of the things I'm thinking about today, guys. I'm really thinking about that. Okay. So call to action, get on Village Green, go read the candidate statements, get on SOMA Cares About Schools, go find out um, where you can watch that debate that occurred, um, go meet up with some candidates, you know, I mean, they're everywhere, they're everywhere. Like, I was at the Oyster Fest, there were candidates there, I spoke for five, I was with my kids, I spoke for five minutes. You get a feel of who, who they are. Um, go on their websites and they'll tell you what events they're going to. Um, talk to your friends. Find out who they're hosting a coffee for or what coffee they've ha had that they would like to go back to, etc., etc., etc. Volunteer. I mean, I know there are lots of us that have volunteered, given hours, you know, canvassing, talking to Talking to, um, you know, you can be volunteering by getting informed and then spreading the word. Like, it's, that's a service. Like, let's get everyone to vote. This town should be, like, 100% voting. It makes no sense with all the passion and all the fire. It just makes no sense if, if not everybody's voting. Okay. Last two things. There are two events. Tonight is a superintendent uh, search event. I just saw it on my phone. I can't bring it up right now, but um, I'll put that down here, something that you can go to. I know it's at 730 and it's basically, what do you want in a superintendent? And I feel like some of you don't know what, what you want in a superintendent because you don't know what a superintendent's supposed to do. So go find out what a superintendent's supposed to do or go to the meeting and, and learn about like what should a superintendent be able to do. And then like, 
well then these are the skills that are really important and you know what are I think that we need to up level it I think superintendents should also be doing this and since that there are some people out there that are we can start thinking about that. We can start thinking about that together. I want a superintendent who's open to working with the community. How about that? Yeah, how about that? And then tomorrow night, there's a debate um, hosted by the President's Council, which is the um, the PTA President's Council and or PTO President's Council. And then, um, gosh, there's another group I think that's co-hosting. I'm sorry, I don't know what that group is, but there's another debate tomorrow night. I'm going to put all that stuff down here in the show notes, but please, guys, so many calls to action in this, okay? But the key component is vote. <laughs> vote. Get informed and vote, okay? All right, I'm going to do my whole wrap-up in the second part of this, so thank you so much for listening, and I'm out. And I'm back. I hope that that was helpful for you to figure out how you can learn more about the candidates and how you can become a more informed voter. I just want to say, guys, check your events page on Facebook. Not like I want to just be like, woohoo, Facebook. But I keep getting invited to all these wonderful events by candidates because I happen to be friends with some of them. So you might have an event out there that somebody's invited to you. So don't forget to check that tab. Uh, I checked my events tab and saw that. There's an awesome rent party tomorrow night, October 12th, 8 p.m. That's Friday. Rent parties uh, presenting Chuck Profit and Mission Express. And just to remind you that um, when we attend a rent party, it's a live music event at the Woodland in Maplewood. It's amazing music and a great cause. And if you know anything about rent party, you know that they are helping with the food insecurity issues in our town. One of my favorite projects that they have um, is the Backpack Pals, where they stuff backpacks full of food for students in our town who might be going home to an empty pantry on a Friday night. And so these kids will know that they have food for the weekend. Uh, Rent Party helps package up backpacks. And when you go to Rent Party, you can donate just that fee, or you could sponsor a kid. They have ways to do that. So enjoy some good music. It goes to a great cause tomorrow night. That's Friday night, October 12th at 8 p.m. Another event that is coming up that I am super excited about is some more um, work done by the Community Coalition on Race. So they have an event that's coming up. They have on Saturday night their annual dinner and fundraiser. And again, I interviewed uh, Audrey Rowe and Nancy... Um, a couple of weeks ago and they talked about the Community Coalition on Race, their goals, their missions, and the support that they need from our community. So if you can stop by, if you can attend, if you can get tickets on Saturday, October 13th at 7 p.m., please uh, check my little tagging so you can go and find out um, exactly how you can go. And then there's another event that's coming up, super fun. So next Tuesday on October 16th, it is National Cornbread Day. And we have a restaurant named Cornbread in town. So get this, all day, October 16th, you can get free cornbread at Cornbread. That's 11 a.m. in the morning to 10 p.m. In store only, one piece only. 
um, per person. But go on October 16th, and guys, let me tell you, this cornbread is just, oh my gosh. So cornbread is located at uh, 1565 Springfield Avenue in Maplewood. It is awesome, and you can get a free piece of cornbread. Did I say that? Okay, on Cornbread Day, October 16th. That's all I have for today. Please check out my Instagram, Facebook. I'd love to hear what you have to say. I am probably going to see you at least at Free Cornbread Day. Uh, and I'll be back with more awesome episodes, really great interviews coming up in the next two weeks um, and forever because I just, there's, I can never run out of awesome people in South Orange and Maplewood to interview. And I can't wait to talk to you all soon. Thank you. And I'm out.